what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Spirit-Filled Real Talk. This is going to be a hopefully helpful... (laughs) And really practical episode today. It's one that, man, I wish I would have just had a mentor come alongside me and show me how to do this. But even if you don't, that's what I want to encourage you with today. Even if you don't, God can still get his wisdom to you. God can still teach you what it is that you don't know. And so I'm going to share part of my journey and how how I've learned and really give you some practical tools that you can learn if you are inspired to reign in life, okay? And hopefully you're beyond inspired because that is your purpose, right? You are meant to live a great life. You are called to greatness. It's not really a question, actually. Now, whether or not you pursue that and exercise the dominion or the authority that you have access to, that's something that's totally different. But if you are somebody that didn't grow up with a legacy of faith, if you are somebody that felt like maybe you were shortchanged or you really had a rough start and you feel behind where you're at right now, if you're somebody that's invested so much like time and time again and you just feel like you haven't gotten a return on your investment if you're somebody that is constantly seeking for knowledge and for information and trying to to fight your way and hustle your way to success and looking for a break i hope you open your heart right now to hear and receive this word that i have for you on today all right so i i can relate to all of those things that I just shared. And I definitely was not sure that I could have a relationship with God. I had no clue where to start. I didn't own a Bible. I had no clue what would happen if I read it. (laughs) I had no idea what was supposed to happen if I read it. But I didn't allow myself at a certain point, I hit the enough is enough point, and I didn't allow myself to make excuses or to come up with all the things that I don't know and make a list of that because that's not what I was creating a case for. I wanted more than anything to know God and to to know that I could hear from God and to know that experientially for myself and to live my life with God at the center. That was a pure desire. I needed it. I craved it. I was desperate for it. I feel like I was desperate for it because I knew what it was like to live life in my own understanding. I knew what it was like to feel like I was behind or didn't have knowledge that I would need to live in this world that we live in. And I I knew what it was like to feel like you don't have a covering and that you're not protected and you're just living naked almost or really vulnerable in the world. And that is not a power position. 
right? That is not reigning in life. And so I needed God. I needed God to be real. I needed it. Okay. So I was in that place, right? Started, started from the very beginning. <laughs> gotta buy a Bible, gotta read it, gotta, gotta trust and be willing to change my mind, be willing to change how I prioritize my life, be willing to, to take a back seat and start letting God show up, right? To stop trying to control, to stop trying to lean on my own understanding, to stop trying to figure everything out. And so where I really started studying was I started studying in the book of Proverbs, in the word, right? I just, I needed it, right? And I also studied about the armor of God and I studied about, what else? So the full armor of God, that was a huge one. I started really learning about how God speaks in discernment. I did a lot of study on that. But then I really spent a lot of time in Proverbs. That's where I got a ton of wisdom. So what I thought that I would do today is break down Proverbs 1 with you and also break down Proverbs 2 with you. And then hopefully it will inspire you to do a, a deep dive into your own journey. This is something that you could just live in Proverbs for years of your life. But if nothing less, you can also do a a study, do a 30-day study and just do a chapter a day. But I thought that I'd at least give you an example or, or model the way that this has worked for me. And I wanted to share the Passion Translation. Now, I am somebody that reads many different versions, read quite a bit of King James, love the Amplified, read the message occasionally, but I really enjoy the Passion Translation because sometimes it's just highlighting the kingdom of God or just pulling out bits and pieces of the kingdom that are so real and relevant. And I am big on practical wisdom. I don't want just wisdom, right? I want practical wisdom. I want to know how God's word is real and personal for me in my life. I want to meditate on it day and night. I want to get it right so that I can walk it out in my life because what's the point, right? So, I'm going to walk us through the Passion Translation, and this is again is just Proverbs 1, and you can go back and you can do the study, but I just want to go through the power of just what is in Proverbs 1, and then when I go through Proverbs 2, I'm going to walk you through how I start activating this word in my life so you can get a sense of what that might be like and experiment for yourself. Okay. So you can just listen and absorb today. It's a little bit different direction than what we normally do here. So you can just receive this word, but really listen and see what pieces are highlighted for you and what God really inspires you to hear. Okay, here we go. Proverbs 1. Here are kingdom revelations, words to live by and words of wisdom given to empower you to reign in life, okay? Hear that. If you want words of wisdom, if you wanna live empowered in your life, this is how you can do it. Written as Proverbs by Israel's King Solomon, David's son. Within these sayings will be found the revelation of wisdom and the impartation of spiritual understanding. Okay, so if you've ever felt like you don't have wisdom or you don't have spiritual understanding, you can get an impartation of that. You can get exposed to that. You can receive fresh revelation of that from reading and being willing to receive the Proverbs. Okay, use them 
Woo, I love this part. Use them as keys to unlock the treasures of true knowledge. O-M-G. Those who cling to these words will receive discipline to demonstrate wisdom in every relationship and to choose what is right and just and fair. Come on, has anyone ever struggled in relationship? Do you wish you would have some wisdom about what to say and when to hold your tongue and when to act and when not to act and how to act, right? And how not to act? This could radically change your relationship. And you will receive discipline to demonstrate the wisdom. How powerful is that? That's not your own strength and your own understanding. Hear that. You will receive, those who cling to the words of wisdom will receive discipline to demonstrate it in every relationship and choose what is right and just and fair. Wisdom helps you choose, right? These proverbs will give you great skill to teach the immature and make them wise, to give youth the understanding of their design and destiny. Come on, right? It makes me think of another scripture about train up a child in the way they should go. So if you didn't come, like I said, from a legacy of faith, if you didn't know anything about your design and your identity or your destiny, if you had no idea who you were or what you carried or the authority and the power that you have or the inheritance that you have access to, here it is. Proverbs will give you great skill. You can still learn this. It's not too late, right? For the wise, these proverbs will make you even wiser. Come on. You can't get too wise, right? And for those with discernment, you will be able to acquire brilliant strategies for leadership, okay? So if anybody is in a leadership position, we're all leaders, right? But if anybody is in a leadership position, if you're running your own business, if you're running a household, you want some strategies for that leadership, am I right? Sometimes we feel like we come up against a wall, but we can receive more wisdom. We can receive discernment. I know what led me to the Lord is this word, discernment. (laughs) I desperately wanted discernment, right? I wanted to know, God, is this you? This is a good thing, but is it you? If, if you're not on it, I don't want it, right? Like, I don't want to go down any more paths. I don't want to pursue or be in any project or any relationship that, that you're not a part of and that you're not facilitating. Like, I've seen that movie before. I'm good, <laughs> right? I don't want to figure that out after the fact, right? And really go through unnecessary pain and trauma that's going to keep me from the leadership, from the destiny, from the purpose and the design that you have for me, right? These kingdom revelations will break open your understanding to unveil the deeper meaning of parables, poetic riddles, and epigrams, and to unveil, or unravel rather, the words and enigmas of the wise. So sometimes I've heard people say, oh, the Bible's too hard to read, the thus saith, and you know, God knoweth, and all these things, right? But... The kingdom revelations that you get from reading the word, how Holy Spirit activates and makes the word alive for you, will reveal, right, and unveil. It will literally like lift this veil of blindness so that you can get the deeper meaning and understand practically how to apply it to your life, right, in a very personal way. How then does a man gain the essence of wisdom? We cross the threshold of true knowledge when we live in obedient devotion to God. 
you've probably heard obedience is better than sacrifice, right? So when we're just simply obedient to God, one day at a time, one moment at a time, one step at a time, this is how we practically step into a knowledge of wisdom, right? Like, oh, I get it, right? I get how this works. This was revealed to me. And as I obeyed God, I saw how this unfolded or how this unraveled in my life, right? Stubborn know-it-alls will never stop to do this for they scorn true wisdom and knowledge, okay? A lot of times we don't hark hearken, right, unto the word, be still and know. Be still. Stop all that you're doing. Stop all the hustles. Stop all the pursuits, all the chasing, all the leaning on your own understanding, all your other busy. We glorify busy. Stop all the busy. Stop and seek this knowledge, this wisdom, right? Pay close attention, my child, to your father's wise words and never forget your mother's instructions. For their insight will bring you success, adorning you with grace-filled thoughts. Anybody want grace-filled thoughts? And giving you reins to guide your decisions, okay? So even if you haven't come from, you know, a, a father's wise words or a mother's instructions, let's say you didn't come from that, okay? But God, if you are adopted into the kingdom and the kingdom family will give you this, right? When peer pressure compels you to go with the crowd and sinners invite you to join in, you must simply say no, right? Test the spirits to know what they're of. Is this God? Nope. All I need to say is no. I don't need to give an explanation. I don't need to figure it out. I don't need to go see for sure. Just so that I'm solid, I can say no, right? When the gang says we're going to steal and kill and get away with it, We'll take down the rich and rob them. We'll swallow them up alive and take what we want from whoever we want. Then we'll take their treasures and fill our homes with loot. So come on and join us. Take your chance with us. We'll divide up all we get. We'll each end up with big bags of cash. My son refused to go with them and stay far away from them. For crime is their way of life and bloodshed their specialty. To be aware of their snare is the best way of escape. Wisdom, right? Be aware of what's happening here and don't partner with it. They'll resort to murder to steal their victim's assets. But eventually it will be their own lives that are ambushed. So this is protection, right? In their ungodly disrespect for God, they bring destruction on their own lives. Wisdom's praises are sung in the streets and celebrated far and wide. Yet wisdom's song is not always heard in the halls of higher learning. But in the hustle and bustle of everyday life, its lyrics can always be heard above the din of the crowd. You will hear wisdom's warning as she preaches courageously to those who stop to listen. Foolish ones, how much longer will you cling to your deception? So this is anybody that's intentionally ignoring God's wisdom. How much longer will you mock wisdom? Cynical scorners who fight the facts. Come back to your senses and be restored to reality. Don't even think about refusing my rebuke. Do you know that I'm ready to pour out my spirit of wisdom upon you and bring to you the revelation of my words that will make your heart wise? I've called you. I've called to you over and over. Still, you refuse to come to me. I've pleaded with you again and again, yet you've turned a deaf ear to my voice. 
because you have laughed at my counsel and have insisted on continuing in your stubbornness, I will laugh when your calamity comes and will turn away from you at the time of your disaster. Make a joke of my advice, will you? Then I'll make a joke out of you. When the storm clouds of terror gather over your head, when dread and distress consume you, and your catastrophe comes like a hurricane, you will cry out to me, but I won't answer. Then it will be too late to expect my help. When desperation drives you to search for me, I will be nowhere to be found. Because you have turned up your nose at me and closed your eyes to the facts and refused to worship me in awe, because you scoffed at my wise counsel and laughed at my correction, now you will eat the, bi- the bitter fruit of your own ways. Mm. You've made your own bed, now lie in it. So how do you like that? Like an idiot, you've turned away from me and chosen destruction instead. Your self-satisfied smugness will kill you, but the one always the one who always listens to me will live undisturbed in a heavenly peace. Does anyone want to live in an undisturbed heavenly peace? Free from fear, confident and courageous, you will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. I don't know about you, but that that part, living free from fear, confident and courageous, right? The righteous are bold as lions, right? You will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. After living through a year like 2020, don't you want to rest unafraid and sheltered even in the midst of a major storm in life? Come on, <laughs> right? Can I get an amen here? This is huge, huge. And and what this stirs up for me personally is this, this fear of the Lord, right? This fear of the Lord to really seek and pursue him and delight in him with all, all my heart and not to have these idols and these things wrestling, right, for my attention. So, so powerful. So what I do when I read a verse like this, one, Proverbs tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. And what are we supposed to do? The first step is get it. <laughs> How do you get it? You you open your heart to receive and you choose to pursue it, right? It's almost like dating somebody. So it's like wisdom is a very feminine energy, right? And so just like a man must pursue a woman, she's worth being pursued. The same thing with wisdom. Wisdom is worth being pursued, right? It is It is far greater than rubies, right? It is so, so valuable to your life, as you can see, even just in reading this first verse. And I like taking it line by line, and I usually highlight or underline or I write out verses that jump at me, right? And then I will... I will save those and go back and reference them also. And really what that does is it helps me store up the word in my heart and access it when I need it, right? Or when I'm studying this word, I can actually see then how it's coming out in my life, which is really powerful. So that's just Proverbs 1. Now, Proverbs 2 is where I said that I would walk you through how I activate this in my life to make it very real and personal for me. Okay, so hopefully this will be a fun experiment for you to do too, but you've got to make it real for you. So by no means do you have to follow my example, but this is what I am led to do on occasion. Okay, so the first part, Proverbs 2, my child, I'm still in the Passion Translation, my child, 
Will you treasure my wisdom? Right? And so I would, I would pause right here and say, God, I thank you that I am your child. I thank you that you help me to live in the revelation of what it means to be your daughter in greater ways every day. I choose to treasure your wisdom. And in every area of my life where I've not been treasuring your wisdom, help me to treasure it in Jesus' name, right? Like I will literally turn that into a prayer, okay? And then I'll keep going. Then and only then will you acquire it. And only if you accept my advice and hide it within you will you succeed. God, I thank you for your advice. I thank you, God, that as I'm hiding it in my heart right now in these times with you, God, you are causing it to bear much fruit and you are causing me to succeed in Jesus' name. You are so good, right? So train your heart to listen when I speak and open your spirit wide to expand your discernment. God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. And I open my spirit wide. And you might even do uh, what I would call a prophetic act here, but in faith, like open your arms wide. God, I open my spirit wide to you. Thank you that you expand my discernment. Thank you, God, that you give me wisdom. You tell me to ask for wisdom, and I thank you that you give me wisdom like you've given to Solomon, that I can prosper in all of my affairs, right? Then pass it on to your sons and daughters. Yes, cry out for comprehension and intercede for insight. So literally cry out. God, I cry out for a greater comprehension. And intercede means bridging the gap, God. And I and I bridge the gap. Thank you, God, that with your supernatural ability, I'm able to bridge the gap with insight in the areas that have been confusing, right? For if you keep seeking it like a man would seek for sterling silver, searching in hidden places for cherished treasure, then you will discover the fear of the Lord and find the true knowledge of God. Thank you, God, for giving me this desire to seek your wisdom, right? Like precious treasure. Thank you, God, that I hunger and thirst after you, that you are my vital necessity, right? Thank you, God, that you help me to prioritize you and build my life around you, not the other way around. Wisdom is a gift from a generous God. Thank you, God, that you are generous. Thank you for your generous gifts that you give me. Help me to be more aware of how good you are. Wisdom is a gift from a generous God, and every word he speaks is full of revelation. Okay, this is why you get in the word. It's just one word that can change your entire life, right? And if you need one strategy, one word, one confirmation, one affirmation from God, this is how you can get it. Every word God speaks is full of revelation, fresh revelation, okay? That's why you could read Proverbs over and over and over and get new meaning every time. Every word he speaks is full of revelation and becomes a fountain of understanding within you, okay? With wisdom and understanding partnering together, that really helps you navigate some things that would otherwise elude you and be really confusing, right? For the Lord has a hidden storehouse of wisdom made accessible to his godly lovers. Thank you, God, that you have this hidden storehouse just for me and that you make it accessible for me to access whenever I need it. 
He becomes your personal bodyguard as you follow his ways. Come on, does anybody want God as their personal bodyguard? I know I sure do. Thank you, God, that you are my personal bodyguard, right? He becomes your personal bodyguard as you follow in his ways, protecting and guarding you as you choose what is right. Thank you, God, that you are my personal bodyguard and that you protect me and you guard me and you help me to choose what is right. Even when I'm tempted not to, thank you that you help me to choose what is right. Then you will discover all that is just, proper, and fair and be empowered to make the right decisions as you walk into your destiny. Thank you, God, that now, God, more than ever, for such a time as this, you empower me to make the right decisions as I walk into destiny. Thank you, Jesus. When wisdom wins your heart and revelation breaks in, true pleasure enters your soul. Okay, think about that. This is pleasure. Pleasure is meant to be experienced and to be enjoyed, right? So wisdom is meant to be enjoyed. Your heart, right, receiving this revelation is a joyful experience. If you choose to follow good counsel, divine design will watch over you and understanding will protect you from making poor choices. Wow. So, so powerful. God, thank you that I, I, I choose God. <laughs> I choose God to follow good counsel in the name of Jesus. And thank you, God, that even now as I choose this, divine design teaches me. Divine design watches over me. And understanding protects me from making poor choices. Thank you that I make wise choices with you. It will rescue you from evil in disguise. Okay, this is one of the things I wanted relationship with God for. I don't want to be deceived, right? Or to give evil the benefit of the doubt, right? Because it's in a disguise, Mm -mm, right? It will rescue you from evil in disguise and from those who speak duplicities, okay? Say one thing, do another, right? Act like they're for you, but they're not. You you don't even have to worry about your haters when you're operating in wisdom, okay? You don't even need to be concerned about your enemies, right? When you have wisdom, you can see it for what it is. Sometimes we don't like to see what God shows us, but when you can see it for what it is, you save a lot of pain. You save yourself. You spare yourself from a lot of pain. For they have left the highway of holiness and walk in the ways of darkness. They take pleasure when evil prospers and thoroughly enjoy a lifestyle of sin. Thank you, God, that you save me from thoroughly enjoying a lifestyle of sin. They're walking on a path to nowhere, wandering away in deeper deception. Thank you, God, that you spared me from wandering and living a life of deeper and deeper deception. Right? Only wisdom can save you from flattery and of the from flattery of the promiscuous woman. She's a smooth talking seductress. She left her husband and has forgotten her wedding vows. You'll find her house on the road to hell, and all the men who go through her doors will never come back to the place they were. They will find nothing but desolation and despair. Follow those who follow wisdom and stay on the right path. Thank you, Jesus that you surround me with divine connections, that you bring good godly mentors and good godly covering into my life, that you lead me and guide me, God, to those that I can build with, those that have a heart after you, God, and walk in your wisdom in Jesus' name, right? For all my godly lovers will enjoy life to the fullest. Come on. 
life to the fullest. Thank you, God, that even if I can't fully comprehend what that means right now, that you help me to fall more and more in love with you every day and enjoy life to the fullest, right? And we'll inherit their destinies. Come on, right? Thank you, God, that I inherit my destiny. But the treacherous ones who love darkness will not only lose all they could have had, they will even lose their own souls. Whew! Okay, so check this out. That, <laughs> that was just Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 2. And I can't tell you how many golden nuggets, how many pearls of wisdom, right, were stored up just for me personally in those two chapters, right? Now imagine if you activated a chapter a day in your own life or if you sought after wisdom like you seek after any other thing. Think about what you are seeking instead of wisdom. Whose books are you reading? Who are you listening to? on the radio or when you're driving in your car? What are you watching on TV, right? What are you consuming? Who, whose voices? Who is speaking into your life? Whose counsel are you taking as your own in your life, right? Who are you living your life for? What is the source <laughs> that, what is the source that you, that you praise and that you idolize, right? Think about that. Think about that. When we forsake wisdom and go in our own ways, a lot of times we encounter problems and struggle and turmoil, right? Because when God's not in it or involved in it, it's up to us. Probably many of you have, have seen that movie before too, right? When everything's up to you, how does it go, right? Does that bring out the best of you? Is that how you want to live your life? There is another way, and God is promising here a life that we get to enjoy that is full, right? He speaks of pleasure and it comes from seeking his wisdom and seeking after him with all of our hearts, right? So I hope this message encouraged you. I believe that we are here to rule and reign in life, that we are here to release heaven on earth, that we are here to practically walk out wisdom in our own lives. And that's something that I feel a call and a mandate for, and that's something that I like to make very practical and share life experience about, particularly here on this podcast, because I don't want, again, just knowledge and understanding, right? A lot of times, that's what I would seek. I would seek self-help. I would seek as much knowledge as possible, but something about wisdom, it actually comes from the heart, and it's something that is lived and fully understood and known and experienced. So, so powerful. Very, very different. So, you could have all the knowledge in the world and still not have wisdom. And so I really, really, if wisdom is the principal thing, I wanted it, right? <laughs> so I encourage you to really, really think about what reigning looks like. To reign in life, right? To, to rule over, to have control over, to have authority over or power over, to be supreme, right? To, to sit on a throne, right? To rule as a king or a queen. What does that mean for you personally? You know, I even invite you to pray about that with God and see what comes up. Journal about it, right? And then also recognize that Proverbs, wisdom, right here, right? Getting wisdom is what empowers you to reign in life. So if there is an area in your life right now where you don't feel... <laughs> like you're reigning and deeper than that, you know that you ain't reigning, right? 
think about pursuing wisdom, seeking wisdom. And what's beautiful about this too, this is seeking after God, not just his hand, right? So it's seeking after his heart, not just his hand, which I think is a really beautiful experience because even as you do that, he can start revealing your heart and healing your hearts, okay? So that you can live from a pure heart, which is very, very powerful. Because sometimes that could be the thing that's holding us back is we can have a lot of knowledge, we can have a lot of experience, but we have some heart wounds that need some healing to really rain, okay? So my encouragement on today is again to consider where in your life do you want to reign? Where have you had struggle reigning? A lot of times where we've had the most struggle, that's where we're called to reign. <laughs> so so see, take, take a journey with God and see what he reveals to you. And then also I invite you to consider how are you making your relationship with God what is that like for you, right? Is it something that you enjoy? Is it something that you look forward to? Is it a chore? Is there any legalism or religion in it or is something that you you see as a need or as a necessity that gives you life, that gives you energy? It's literally your life force. and You, you just need and crave aligning with that and living from that every day. I just encourage you to look at what your relationship with God looks like and pray about what does it look like to go deeper? You know, something that I mentioned that you can do is do a self-guided study where you just read a proverb a day, read a chapter in Proverbs a day, and just write down and journal about a specific verse that is speaking to you and pray to God about it. It doesn't have to be complicated, but it does have to be real and experiential, practical, personal for you. And I have found that the more simple it is, the better. All right. So I hope this message was helpful. I would love to hear from you too. So if you're not currently following me, I would love it so much if you would do that. If this is actually speaking to you, definitely share, 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 share to anybody that is on your mind that could totally be blessed by this word. And if this content is something that you absolutely do enjoy, you can visit julianapage.com. That's sort of the hub that can get you to all the different social media sites. And you can also follow me over on YouTube at Juliana Page and explore different ways that we could connect. There's a lot of books over on julianapage.com that might help you on your journey as well. They are all under the title of God's Vibes Matter, but they are all very different. You don't have to read them in any particular order. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.